Welcome to Almost Agreeable. Almost Agreeable. With your hosts, Chris Nellison and Ed Harris. Hang around and listen to opinions on sports, Sports. movies, Movies. music, music, and whatever else pops in our head. Welcome back to another episode of Almost Agreeable. Um, Chris, with me as always as Ed, and we had a another wild weekend of football. Week 15 proved to be full of some drama and also f- had some upsets in there. Now, I mean, we're coming down to it. We've been saying this every last few weeks. Yeah. We're coming down. <laughs> we have two games left this season. Week 15 was a big deal as far as playoff positioning for a lot of teams, and First round draft pick position. <laughs> a big one. A big, a big one happened. So, Tank for Trevor is officially could be you know derailed. Maybe. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it could be completely derailed for so the Jets we'll, anyway. We'll see what happens with uh, the rest of that. But man, yeah, fifteen week fifteen was definitely a wild one. So I mean. Do we just start right off and to get right into Thursday? Yeah, we will cap. We'll start week fifteen with the Thursday night game as we typically do. Now, before we just start to dissect kind of what happened in the game, I have my overreaction of the week. Okay, perfect, perfect. Okay. Now, disclaimer: I'm saying this because I belong to a Raider subreddit, and this is the overreaction I've pulled from there that I do <laughs> not agree with, but I think it's hilarious. Okay, Ready? okay. Here's the overreaction: Marcus Mariota, quarterback of the future for the Raiders. Perfect. Perfect. Why not? Why not? Why not? Okay. Are we being real? You asking why, me not? why not? Here we go. You asking me why not for real? Why not? Okay, so we've alluded to this many times in the past as far as like defenses scheming against a quarterback. We saw how the Chiefs had to kind of play on the fly against the Chargers when Toronto Taylor went down like minutes before kickoff. Jalen Hurts has a successful game when they bench Carson Wentz. They almost, you know, they come within striking distance of the Packers in that game at the end. And then, you know, you kind of see it level out. Defenses are going to scheme for that. Mariota hasn't played a game in like two years. <laughs> so he comes in and he's like the master of the RPO. Like He's dead. So, he, you know, they're not expecting a mobile quarterback to come in and have more rush yards than the rest of the Raiders. It was, yeah, that was, a, that was a hot one. So so I think it's an overreaction. Absolutely. Derek is still a franchise quarterback. Um, unfortunate that he pulls his groin in that game. I think the outcome is different if he stays. Word on the street is he is trying real hard to play against Miami. But anyways, that game itself said a lot of things to me. In particular, the defense is still terrible. Like, you know, it was like it was going to change overnight once you fired Paul Gunther. Yeah, yeah, it takes a little bit. But if anything, it looked worse. (laughs) It looked worse. And then coaching. Coaching is a big deal, something that comes to my mind watching this game as far as John Gruden is concerned and his play calling in the red zone. Terrible. So bad. Like, how many I mean, how many times can you get into the red zone and just be like, I'm going to run Spider 2 wide banana? Every time. Every time. Every time. How many times? Every single time. At least once. Yeah. Like, I got, I got three downs. We're not going to go for it on fourth to win the game in overtime, mm-hmm. which we should because we know our defense can't stop the Chargers. Defense is shook. Yeah, so probably just go for it, but don't run Spider Two Wide Banana. <laughs> don't do the one thing you're known for. Yeah, that's it. Just that's it. Maybe just try to. I don't know. Maybe do. Maybe has had that been working before? 
It worked once. All right. I've all seen right. it work once. All right. So, yeah, maybe do something else. So, uh, I mean, really, that the Raiders are not out yet. The, okay. But it dashed their hopes for the playoffs. Oh, mathematically for sure. speaking, the Raiders are not out yet. But, like, if we're talking, like, as human beings and, like, objective sports fans, the Raiders are out. The Raiders are out. Raiders yeah. are fucking out. Because, what, they would have to have Baltimore or... No, they would have to have Baltimore and Miami just just shit the bed. Poop. We have to poop. We have well, to beat. We okay. have to beat Miami so, yeah. next week. So that is possible. Baltimore needs to lose. Yeah. Baltimore needs to lose at least a game, and we need to win out. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just no bueno. It's not. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. And this has been a story with the Raiders, uh, not even just the Raiders with Gruden, starting out a season, getting to a point where you're six and four, six and three, seven and three. And then just totally shitting the bed. Like, epically pooping your pants and not making it to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they, they were 6-3 and three and it seemed promising. And then... Then history just, reared its ugly head and was like, uh-uh. Wait, hold on. Yeah, no. This is the Raiders we're talking about. Yeah. Let's get them. Before we leave this game, I do want to say uh, justice for Hunter, Okay. No flag, no fines, anything for that hit that killed him. He, he died. looked like he died. He died a little bit. It was actually like a, it. Speaking literally, I was like shook watching the game. I was like, "What the fuck? Like, is he alive?" I was I was scared. Okay, he's all right uh, in concussion protocol, obviously, but justice for Hunter because then they called a helmet to helmet on just like against Justin Herbert like later on in that game that was like a love tap compared to what happened to Renfro. So. But I'm not, you know, whatever. I'm not taking it personal or anything. <clears throat> hey, that's the rookie of the year you're talking about. You is gotta, he? You got to protect him. Is he the rookie of the year? Yeah. Who else? Well, okay, on the flip side of this game, I feel like for Justin Herbert to win that award, he needs to continue to play great. But the problem with that is if he continues to, like, play great and win the rest of these games, then they're not going to fire Anthony Lynn. So it's a lose win. I don't. It's, <laughs> it's a lot like, ooh, do we want to do that? Like... Tank for firing? <laughs> I don't know. You know, sacrifice Rookie of the Year award for a new head coach to come in? Nah. That's my thoughts on it. Nah. You keep Anthony Lynn. You got the Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. No, you don't keep Anthony Lynn. Dude. You keep Anthony How Lynn. How are you going to fire your special teams coach, take over special teams duties, and your special teams get worse? He forgot. Just, just, he just had a, uh, a Oh, this is, like, this is like Daenerys? Like, yeah. Oh, he forgot that special teams was a big part of the game. Yeah, he's like, oh, uh, we'll, get, we'll get him next time. Okay. They'll get him next You're time. still sticking with Anthony Lynn. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's, like I said before, he lost to the greatest coach of all time. So I can give that one a, a pass. You can give the 45 nothing a pass. It doesn't look good, but I can give it a pass. No, that's not, a, <laughs> no. What do you mean? You, how, how can you give that a pass? I can give it a pass because the, the, they're not trying to do anything this year. You're not they're, trying to get shut out. They're, ever. Even the Jets don't get Correct. shut out, boy. They At least don't. they put a field goal on the board. Hey, we'll get to the Jets, okay? Okay, all right, The all right. Jets, don't you disrespect. Okay. So then we had two Saturday games. Yeah, oh yeah, we did. That was weird. This is going to start happening now. Yeah. Yeah, so we had two Saturday games. Buffalo and Denver, which, not a lot to talk about there. Denver just sucks. Buffalo was good. How much did you care about these Saturday games? I watched them because I knew we were going to have to do this. <laughs> I I knew they were a thing. I knew I remembered they were a thing, and I clearly already had forgotten it. But then I was like, oh, oh yeah, we have football on Saturday. And then I looked who it was, and I was like, ah, ah, 
Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, that first game, Buffalo and Denver, in the well, <laughs> funny story first is I, you know, so I put the game on, and my wife was like, "Wait, there's football on today," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, Saturday games near the end of the season." And she's just like, "God damn it," you know. And she's and then like you know, she wasn't happy that there was football on on a day that there normally is not. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's been the story of the football this year. Yeah. Football on Wednesdays or Tuesdays. Yeah. This is going to be the first year that there will have been football on every day of the week. Love it. Love it. Cool. Can't can't wait until she figures out that there's football on Christmas. You know, even better, even though like you know Raiders aren't making the playoffs, Lakers get their rings tonight <laughs> at the season opener. So like you know basketball season starting up now. So it's just it's a chalk up to a loss. So it was the first half of that Buffalo Denver game. I remember the commentators were like, "Oh man, this is this quarterbacks are making it fun. It's exciting. It, w- it wasn't terrible. They weren't being blown out yet. It wasn't until the second half when." Buffalo was like, hey, we're going to clinch the AFC East. Let's do this right now. And they just couldn't stop scoring. Couldn't. Nuts. I mean, it's against a Denver defense that is just... I mean, it's unfortunate because that defense is out there on the field the entire time because the offense isn't able to put anything together. So it's not... You know, it used to be a very good defense that won him a Super Bowl five years ago. So you'd be a very good defense. Right, but you're missing Von Miller this season. Exactly. So that's your pass rush, which is half the fucking ball right there. Like, you don't get pressure on the quarterback. You're not likely to win very many games. Yeah, yeah. So this was not a surprise, you know, whatever. Buffalo, the biggest thing to take from this game is that Buffalo has clinched the AFCs for the first time since, like, you know. 95. Yeah, 95, right? And then... On the flip side of that, that's the first time the Patriots haven't clinched that division since 2008. Yeah. So, a big deal for that part of the NFL, that division. Buffalo Bills fans rejoice. I think they sold out folding tables in the greater Buffalo oh, area. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, they're probably all destroyed at this point. Yep. Bills Mafia, they, they really go for it. Bills Mafia, I'm happy for you. It's good shit. I am. I mean, what do you, what do you think about the coaching that he's gotten done there, McDermott? I think it's great. I think the biggest thing to me is the kind of correct, not correction, but the progression of Josh Allen's game. And, you know, you coach him to clean up the throws, to improve his accuracy. And this is what you get. And he can, he's got a fucking arm and he's a big boy. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing is like the way they coached up Josh Allen to be as successful as he's been this year. He's an MVP candidate. He, He is. He, I mean,. I, I think the the team is overall like really good all around so I I won't I wouldn't put him in like the MVP candidate because he is very good but I think just I, I always look at MVP as how the words are the most valuable player is he the but most we know that that's not player? how they give that award I out don't care I'm I'm sticking to it I always look at it this way who is the most valuable player that, to their team okay if that was the case team. then Russell Wilson would always fucking that's win it not, that's not true it would definitely be he is up there a decent amount but like there are other people who could have won it other years Derek other Carr would have won yeah. it in 2016 so, even with his injury because as soon as he went down so it is it is just I mean the the Bills are just a good team McDermott takes this team 3 out of the last 4 years into the playoffs, huge, huge. Yeah. And, I mean, Josh Allen, he is really good. He honestly reminds me of Brett Favre, just the way he fucking hucks that thing. He, he doesn't it. give a shit. Nope. He just, fuck it, digs down there somewhere. Yeah, not in the same regard that Jameis would just huck it down there like, ah! But, like, hucking it where it's probably has a good chance of being caught. Like, he's really good at finding one-on-one coverage. Yeah. It's really good, especially when you got digs down there. 
And his just his arm strength. I mean, I'm sure we've heard about it thousands of times, but the guy is just... It will look like he's just throwing it regular and that thing zips in there. That's yep. going to break some hands. Yeah. So the second game of Saturday was Carolina and Green Bay, which in the first three quarters looked like it was going to be a blowout. And then Green Bay ultimately wins this game, but not without some drama at the end. Not without a little scare. They. Uh, this is my problem with a lot of criticisms towards coaching and quarterbacks and whatnot, as much as I'd love to sit here and rip Aaron Rodgers right now, I am not going to. I'm going to talk shit about Matt LaFleur. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. This is what happens. You have a big lead at half in the third quarter, and then you change your game plan to be more conservative. I get it. You don't. You want to minimize the risk of turnovers, but at the same time, you should stick with what you're doing. Otherwise, this is what happens. Carolina had a chance to come back and tie that game twice. Okay, and they gave the ball back to Aaron Rodgers twice in the fourth quarter at the end of it. Never and, want to do and that. They, and they and but still, like they didn't move the ball. They didn't do anything because of the conservative play calling. I get it. I understand it. But like, this is the kind of shit that makes guys like me sit here and say you're fucking soft. <laughs> now I'm not saying they are right now, but like these are the kinds of things that happens that that, are, that are pop into people's heads. It's like okay, you can't afford to do. You can do that with a Carolina team. What are you going to do in the playoffs versus a team that's, you know, not just going to fucking be able to move the ball? Shouldn't be a one-score game between the number one seed and an eliminated team? Yeah. That being said, you know, it goes to play calling. And so they get this W, so it looks okay. But if they lose because of it, then that's the biggest criticism is going conservative. And a lot of coaches do this, and I get it. Don't. <laughs> don't. Don't take your foot off the gas. Just blow them out. Just, just kill them. Just blow them out. You don't got to run up the score or anything, but my God, like, they had chances to really put this team in the rear view very early, like in the fourth quarter, at the end of the third, and midway through the fourth quarter, and they just didn't do it. That is what happens. So, I mean, it didn't happen this game, but that is a thing that happens. You just let somebody hang around, and then they climb their way back into it. Speaking of climbing your way back into it, this will take us in. Well, any final thoughts on that? On that game, not really. I mean... The, the Packers have a good team. Yeah. They just have, I mean, the Aaron Rodgers has now set a new record. He's the only quarterback to have three seasons of 40 touchdowns or more. Yeah. Nuts. Okay. That is that is wild. That is crazy. Um, I mean, him and Devontae Adams have basically been automatic, and Aaron Jones is a beast. It helps when you got Lazard out there, too. Yeah. I mean, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Like, uh, yeah. You, you just, he just has some solid receivers. He does. Like, and it's like we were saying last week, like, he does make his receivers better but they are good receivers yeah. either way. Yeah. So talking about lingering or coming back in a ball game, that'll take us to the first game on Sunday I want to talk about, Tampa Bay and Atlanta. <laughs> oh, boy. And let me tell you right now that I was watching I was watching the Seattle game, but the I had red zone on my phone going. And so I saw the score, right? 24-7, to 7, I think it was at one point. Yep. And I think we looked at each other, and I was like, hey, you see the score? And we both knew that they were probably still going to lose. We knew it was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen. And this wasn't like, you know, this was Brady we're talking about. Yeah. He had that same look in his eye he did in the Super Bowl when he was down 28-3. <laughs> to You know what I mean? Uh, I know you have an interesting uh, stat. Yeah. So with Brady's win over the Falcons, since that Super Bowl that they lost 28-34, to the games that they've played, the Falcons are now 28-34. and this is weird. I don't know who finds these stats, <laughs> I but I fucking love it. Because it is straight. I mean, it's, it doesn't mean anything, 
this is funny. We've come like, full this, it's circle. It's just fodder at this point. But yeah, we it, it, the circle is now complete. This is time is a flat circle. All right. Yes. And this this is the universe saying that the Falcons need to all right over exaggeration of the week. Overreaction. Blow it up. Blow it up the entire thing. Get rid of Matt Ryan. Get rid of Gurley, even though they just got him. Get rid of everything. I know that they are. Blown it's time up to start the rebuild. Yes, just just down to the bottom, down to the foundation. Get rid of it all. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know if I'm gonna say that's not an overreaction because I've been calling <laughs> for that all season. I think it's just been like they've 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 been in every single game so i'm like okay yeah they have the pieces this is the overreaction for me cuz i've thought this whole entire time they've had the pieces they just keep fucking it up <laughs> they just keep fucking it up so okay trash it trash the whole throw the whole throw season it in the garbage. away throw the whole season away okay all right um, I, like I said, I don't think it's no reaction. I think uh, that's my general reaction. <laughs> Just that the Falcons are bad. Yeah. They're what bad. is wrong with them? I don't know. Okay. I don't know what the. F- I mean, yes, they fired their head coach, so like they're they're like they have an interim coach in there, so it's a ship without a captain, and you got bad taste in your mouth because the season started off so badly, and you gave up some big losses like in the final minute. It really lingers with you. And so I think you just dig yourself into a hole, which is what they've done, and they just can't get out of it. They're looking forward to next season. That's the thing. They're looking. But with your rationale, no one should be looking forward to next season because they might not fucking be there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, now you're playing for your job. Like, yeah. But also, like, I don't care. Get rid of everybody. Yeah, blow it up. Just I'm move, with, I'm move from Atlanta. Don't even be the Falcons oh, anymore. Oh, just he's trying to leave. Yeah, the fucking... just straight up trash the whole organization. <laughs> trash the records. Trash everything. New team. Okay, that's dramatic. New team. That's dramatic. Cleveland never did that. Detroit's never done that. Atlanta's not doesn't need to do that. New team. Okay, because they just they're allergic to winning. They're it's like they try. It's like they wanted Trevor Lawrence, but we're just like we could still win a couple. That's not how you get Trevor Lawrence. Look what happened to the Jets. <laughs> they're they're a confused franchise, okay? Okay. All right, we have to get going. Uh, San Francisco, Dallas. I guess Dallas, you know, God, Jesus. I mean, Dallas, that division is still in play. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Every single one of those teams is still playoff eligible. Yeah. So they get a win against San Francisco, which, you know, Dallas-San Fran used to be a marquee matchup back in the 90s. Not so much anymore. I actually have a good authority talking to some San Francisco fans that they believe in Mullins more than they believe in Garoppolo. That they want to make Mullins the starter next year. I mean, Mullins has... Oh, what is the record? I think he's in the top three for yardage-wise for, uh, like, t- first ten games started. He's in the top, like, three or five for yardage-wise. Because right. he, he just fucking hucks that he thing. Hucks it. Yeah, if he can clean up the mistakes, he could be a starter on that squad. I don't know how we do anywhere else. Oh, I did see a thing. It was, uh, you know, we got Big Dick Nick. This is Big Pick Nick. Oh. Yeah, so mm. it makes sense. He does this, throw some big picks. This is Big Pick Nick. They're, they're big deals. Yeah. yeah. Big Pick Nick is the man. So Dallas, with that win, kind of keeps themselves in a position to snatch the title, the division title. But <sighs> I, I still don't think it's happening. No. Um, and with that loss, the... The 49ers are officially eliminated from the playoffs. Really? Yes. So I don't have to get a tattoo of all of these teams. Lucky you. (laughs) Because, yeah, I don't know that, you know, that was a realistic possibility. It looks pretty good in the beginning of the season, but we know how things change. It seemed like it when they were all 6-3. and (laughs) Yeah, it was a wild time. (laughs) 
So then we had Tennessee, Detroit, not a lot to talk about there. Tennessee gets a big win. Derrick Henry threw, threw people around like he usually does. Nothing, he, who, did, who did he throw? I don't know who he Whoever threw, he did, he, but I've seen it all over the internet. He's his dad now. How many kids does Derrick Henry have this season now? Like six? Uh, he has him. He has Josh Norman. Oh he has, yeah, he has Josh Norman. Uh, I think one other guy, but he's he's got some kids. He's got now. some kids now. He's, he's got dead. he's got some mouths to he feed. He sunned him. He sunned him. He sunned him big time. So the Tennessee Titans go ahead and sun the Lions. Yeah, um, yeah. That's all there is way to say about that. Indianapolis, Houston, another heartbreak for the Texans. Dude, what? <sighs> it's like as if, if if this is the thing right here. Atlanta can't keep a lead, and Houston can't win in the final minutes, even though they're right there. Like, they're allergic to the end zone. Because they get down, or not the red zone, the end zone. Because they get to the red zone, and then it's not like they're, like, fucking up, like, oh, we went, you know, didn't get it on fourth down. They're making stupid mistakes. Like, that Deshaun Watson, you know, bad snap to him. That's just unfortunate. That's That's, unfortunate. That sucks. You throw a a crossing route, he gets the first down. It's supposed to be first and goal at, like, the three or four, and your boy fumbles it into the end zone. Yikes. Fucking yikes. So, just unfortunate things for Houston. Because uh, I, 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 I do like Deshaun Watson, but this is... It's sad. They, I was very sad when I saw it. They just have... I mean, David Johnson had a solid game that game. Like, he ran, he rushed for over 100 yards. Or, excuse me, he had... He receiving had receiving, and, receiving yeah. and rushing together. Yeah. yeah. He had a solid game. But really, I mean, with Will Fuller out and... The defense looking a little bit... Oh, Will Fuller was out? Weird. He's usually so healthy all the time. (laughs) And the defense looking a little bit shaky. It's... I mean, you have Watson who's playing his fucking brains out. But, I mean, you're not going to win games with things like this happening. It's. I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate, but you're going against this really tough Colts team. It's a Colts team, and it's a division game. You can't make mistakes like this. No. And... Just fucking yikes. Yeah, it's sad. It was, uh, you know, not like I give too much of a shit, but, like, I definitely was like, that sucks. Yeah, I, I like Watson as a quarterback, but, man, you got to put some other pieces around him. Yeah, um, yeah there's only one quarterback, really, I think, that can do, could take a team like that, you know, 9-7, 10-6, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Because we've seen seasons where he's done that. And Russell Wilson, because we've seen seasons that he's done. Oh, okay, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. But, I, yeah, unfortunate for Watson. They drop another one. They go to 4-10. and 10, So what What do they do from here? They, uh, they're going to get more pieces around Deshaun Watson. That's it. I'm bringing a good coach, right? Yeah, that'll change it up. That'll change it up. So Miami-New England, their division game. Miami wins this one. Uh, and with this loss... The New England Patriots are officially eliminated from playoff contention. And that hasn't happened since, like I said earlier, 2008. When, in fact, they went 11-5 and that season. I say this all the time. And they still didn't make it. Yeah. It was, was a weird season. That was a wild one. Yeah. But, I mean, like, you know, we you kind of gloss over, like, okay, yeah, Miami wins. But it, it that wasn't really how the game went. It was kind of down to the wire. It, it was it down was, into the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, division game, Bill Belichick, rookie quarterback, like, you know, what, what you'd expect maybe it to be close. And, it, and it, it came down to the wire. But Miami gets the win. And Miami, their defense is the story of that team. Because since Tua has taken over, he's done some cool things and looked good in certain situations. But, like, it's not the offense that's winning games. 
it's the defense. So the biggest thing moving forward for, I think, Miami is, like, if they want to have any hopes of winning a road playoff game, like, it's, you know, we talked about how defenses can't be on the field for fucking ever. Yeah. Two is going to have to move the ball. He's going to have to be that guy. And I think with the if, if I'm a Dolphins uh, fan or uh, work for the Dolphins, I'm okay with, like, getting to the playoffs and maybe we don't do anything because we did not expect this to happen this season. I, I Yeah, I, I definitely can see that. I can honestly see them taking one game in the playoffs. I can see them winning that wild card weekend and then probably not quite winning that divisional round. But I can see them going in and just completely upsetting one of these higher-seeded teams with that defense because they're not prepared for it. Right. Well, that having been said, you know, Miami's fun to watch because rarely is a defense fun to watch, and that one is. Yeah, it definitely is. Minnesota, Chicago. Chicago Chicago ekes out a win. Yeah, they're just really Minnesota's kryptonite just whenever they're trying to do anything. For the last couple seasons, it's just like, oh yeah, the Bears are just like stopping you. Yeah, or more, more, more importantly, stopping your boy. Yeah. Yeah, Kirk Cousins. The old Kirkland Cousins. Kirk- Kirkland Cousins. Okay, I can roll with that. <laughs> yeah. It's a good brand. It, it is. I'm not talking shit on the brand. I just don't why. Why would you solely the brand attaching it to Kirk Cousins? They're both good. They're both good. They're both solid. No, one is solid they, and one is Kirk Cousins. They both work. They're both. They're there. Yeah. Yep. yep. Nope. Uh, but yeah, it, it's unfortunate. Definitely. I mean, Bears are seven and seven and out. Vikings six and eight, and they're not going to be doing much. No, I mean they dropped down to nine in that you know, in the standings there as far as the playoff race. Chicago on the outside looking in at eight there, like you know, seven and seven, like you said. Cardinals are eight and six right there in that seven spot. So. Big two weeks coming up for Chicago, and an even bigger two weeks coming up for Arizona if they want to keep that seventh seed. Well, it's another slot that we had. Well, we had the Seahawks and the Washington football team. Now, that was a, like, definition of a trap game. I, I So what happened last week against, or two weeks ago against the Giants is what I thought was going to happen this week. Yeah, I know. That's why I said your trap game was the giant game. Yeah, I see, and I was just like, nah, it's the football team. This wasn't a trap game so much that you guys just let these motherfuckers hang around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let Dwayne Haskins hang around. I mean, we'll have to look up this stat, but I want to see who has won a football game throwing 50 or more times. Because he threw 55 times. Yeah, no, it's not good. It's not a winning record. If you're throwing more than 50 times, usually it's just like, oh, shit, we're behind, so we got we to gotta yeah. hop it's back like, in It's there. like Joe Burrow every game before he before he got hurt. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't have a lot of faith in Washington, although they kept it closer than you would have liked, especially if you were a Seahawks fan. I'm sure that you were frustrated uh, not blowing out a team. But also, at the same time, like, Washington has a great defense. So it's like you kind of have to look at everything. You can't just be like, oh, their record's this, they play in the NFC East, we should roll over them. No. Any given Sunday, anything could happen. Great defense, you know, they were moving the ball a little bit on offense, more so than they typically would with Dwayne Haskins. And Seattle just kind of, they were fucking around. 
Yeah, a little bit. I mean, good bounce back. Well, the last two games, good bounce back games, getting them back on track. So they're 10-4. and four. They're in the playoffs. They can go and clinch the NFC West with a win next week against the Rams. Right, and why is that? Why can they... Why do they have a chance to clinch that, you know, when they were tied with the Rams at the beginning of the day in records? They were both 9-4. and four. They were both 9-4. Yeah. yeah. Now one's 10-4. and four. Well, hold on. Before, before, we, before we get to this Rams game... Uh, let's just talk about the Washington football team for a second. Okay. I just want to get, like, what what's their plan? You have an aging Alex Smith and a young Dwayne Haskins who's who, who just makes bad, de- bad decisions on and off the field. Yeah, yeah let's not even get started on what he's been doing off the field, but yes. Strip clubs! Just making bad... No mask! No just mask. making bad decisions. So what, what's their plan? Like, you have this, you're going to go with Dwayne Haskins? Absolutely not. What are you gonna do with Alex Smith? Like, how they have these playoff hopes, and what, what, where do they go from here in the future? I don't know. I really don't know. Who was their starter coming into this season? Was it Dwayne Haskins? Yeah. And then there was someone else before Alex Smith, like that they put in and they benched with Haskins. Kyle Allen. Maybe that's where you go. I don't know. Well. We'll see. It's just a strange. I mean, they're still leading the NFC East, <laughs> yeah. so it's like, I don't, I don't know. They, I don't think they go anywhere. I think if Seattle loses next week, that's that's a great, and just let the football team keep winning. So then Seattle can just play them as the five seed. Jesus. And just, and just go ahead and win that. Okay. Okay. But why Seattle actually has a chance at winning the NFC West is because... Because the Jets... No, the Rams Jets themselves. The Rams Jets themselves. Like we were waiting all season. We thought it was going to be me or you. Yeah. Raiders almost Jets themselves. Yep. Seattle's like, that ain't happening to us. Blow them out. And then the Jets come in and say, oh, maybe we don't want Trevor Lawrence that bad. <laughs> like, maybe we'll just beat the Rams real quick. And I, I don't know. I was watching that game. At the end of it, and it just looked like Jared Goff didn't look, he didn't look crisp, didn't look like himself, and I think a lot of pressure goes into a game when you're playing a team that's 0-11, of a defeated team. Coming into those games is probably nerve-wracking as hell. The Rams were never in that game. No. Isn't that nuts? No. Like, I mean, yeah, that's nuts. They, I mean, the, yeah, the final score is it's a three-point game, but, like, the Rams were never in that game. It just looked, they looked uninspired. They are playing uninspired football. <laughs> like, they could just turn on a switch, which we talked about switches every week, the last every, few weeks. Every week. And the, there's not a, you can't, that's, the NFL is different. You can't just flip on a switch, especially when a team gains momentum. Especially a team like the Jets that's looking for their first win. You give them just the slightest bit of hope and momentum, that's all it takes sometimes. They just, it's like a snowball. Well, yeah, some of the crazy stats they're saying was like, yeah, the last seven games the Jets have scored in their opening possession. What? Yeah. They, they've just, they've been leading in their last seven games. Yeah. They've scored first. And then they're just like, so they can do it. They can go out there and, and have a scoring drive. What does that say to you about the coaching? It says that they script their first drive and then don't know what the fuck they're doing after. Exactly. Exactly my thoughts, yeah. It's like a perfectly executed scripted drive, which all coaches do. Their first two drives are typically scripted. And then after that, that's where coaching starts, like during in-game coaching. 
in-game coaching in the, in New York right now is butt. It's not good. It's not good. So the Rams, with this loss, give up the division lead, go into a game next week against Seattle where if you don't win this game, kiss your division title chances goodbye because they're gone. You could have put yourself in a situation where, you know, you're with the same record. You still hold the top because you have the tiebreaker because you beat the Seahawks earlier this season already. And then you went and jetsed yourselves, and now you're fucked. <laughs> so I it, it is... It is... It's panic mode for them. They definitely need to make sure that they win next week because if they lose against Seattle, they ha- they finish the season with Arizona. Wow. Wow. Dude, it's like sometimes I don't understand. It's like the NFL schedulers have like foresight and they just put these games in the, the season. They always end up being a huge fucking deal because, and I'll talk about it later actually uh, when it comes to Pittsburgh, but... Uh, that that schedule gets interesting too. So I mean, yeah, if if the Rams lose, it it uh, it it would come down to it. I'm not sure, but they would both be. Oh no, never mind, never mind. If they lose that one, the Rams would be nine and seven, and then Arizona would have to win. So I mean, really, a lot of things could happen. It's in, wild. It's wild in this NFC West. I mean, not just the NFC West. In the NFC, we have a couple teams that are still eligible we have a lot of these teams that are still eligible so we'll see these last two weeks it's, it's kind of nuts it's nuts uh we don't need to say a whole lot about baltimore and jacksonville that i mean the only thing i guess i would say is damn damn i mean damn. we we know that the ravens are capable of this that's yes. what they did all last year yeah. and they've done it a couple times like in the season opener against the browns they did the same thing yeah and they do it to a jacksonville team that is now like in the lead for the trevor lawrence sweepstakes yeah, yeah. <laughs> with with that big Jets win, now it's just like, oh shit, we could get him too. Yo, now now we're tanking for Trevor. Now yeah. just lose, just lose out. You're good. So that's that's it. Philadelphia Arizona was a good game. Jalen Hurts looks looks like he's the starter, man. You know that Jalen Hurts had more yards, and he had I think 400 total yards in that game. Carson Wentz has never had that amount of yards in any one single game. Jesus. So it looks like Jalen Hurts is a starter. Jalen Hurts is a starter. And I I can't... I like Carson, and I feel like he could do well anywhere else. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. He He just needs needs to change the scenery. He needs a reset. Yeah. It's hard to play in Philly. It is. Those fans are mean. (laughs) City of brotherly love my ass. What have you done for me lately? Yeah, that's what it is. Because... And it must hurt to be Carson and see, like... Nick Foles statue, like, <laughs> yeah. You want to run Philly, Philly? It's like, uh. so Arizona gets a much needed win too to keep that seventh spot in the wild card. Yeah. So, and like you said, alluded to a second ago, like this is gonna play huge into the coming two weeks, right? They do play the Rams at the end of the season, where it could potentially be like a seeding game. Yeah, intense. That last game of the, I mean, you know, like you're saying, that last game of the year, it's gonna be fucking nuts around the league. Yeah. Another good game was New Orleans, Kansas City. That was. I mean, it was really good. It's it's what I said last week that I was you know admiring the Saints for what they have. They have really good pieces on both sides they of the ball. They have great coaching. They have great coaching. Hall of Fame coach for sure. Can't keep up with the Chiefs. No. 
I, I could say all these good things about the Saints, but still can't keep up with the Chiefs and what happened. Yeah, the score makes it look close, but and it Chief, and it was it was for I mean it, I was watching the game and I felt like the Saints could win this. Yeah, they could win it, and there was just little things that happened. There was one big play that turned into like a not so big of a play when the Charger or sorry the Charger the Chief punt returner botched the uh, return. Oh, yeah. The ball went to the end zone, and instead of getting a touchdown right there, they get a safety, which you get points, cool, but they had the touchdown. Yeah. So you add those points that were taken off the board from a possible touchdown, I mean, they win that game. Yeah. So it's just little things. Like, you can't make mistakes against the Chiefs. That's the biggest thing here, because the Chiefs, who are on a whole different level than the rest of the NFL, are prone to lose games. We've seen it with the Raiders. That's it. Um, but we've seen that the if you can clean up mistakes like that one, like that botched you know touchdown that turned into a safety, you got to play perfect football to beat the Chiefs. I I think that the Chiefs' loss to the Raiders is the only one that would have happened, honestly, just because they were like you said bored. But they know this Saints team is solid. They know this Saints team can be dangerous. So they were not playing as prone to these mistakes that they usually do. They they weren't just sliding by like, oh yeah, we're going to win this game. Right. So all of the good teams that they're going to face, of I think of course they're going to win. It's just things like that against the Raiders that they were kind of thinking, okay, yeah, whatever, we'll just blow by the Raiders and then oh shit. And that was at a point where the Raiders were like they were really on the up and up. Mm-hmm. So it was just they they Feels like fucking a million yeah. years ago. Yeah, right. So the the Chiefs knew this were was a big game. So they came into it knowing that and just came away with right. the W. I will say that Mahomes had the same look of irritation on his face that he did in the Raider game earlier this season. Like it looked like the the, the Saints defense was was giving them problems. There's a little bit of pressure. Yeah. So like I said, uh, good game. And then the last Sunday game was a Sunday night game, Cleveland and New York. Uh, boring game, I would say. Extremely. Uh, I mean, like, it's the Giants. I, I, I know that they have had their streak. I mean, they beat Seattle. <laughs> Yikes, but it's still the They're Giants. They're running for their division. <laughs> it's the Giants, and this is a very, very dynamic Cleveland team. This is a good team in Cleveland. This is a good team in Cleveland. They're 10-4. They, Cleveland has a chance to win that division, and I will tell you why when we get to this Monday night game. Uh-huh. Okay. Lead us off with Monday night. Monday night. I had to do a little bit of driving around, so I didn't quite catch the first part of it, but then I got home. I was following it, like, on the way home, and then I was like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah, it was turnovers. It was it was already, like, 10 to 0 when I had, like, turned it on, and I was like, okay, okay, that's not, like, insane. That's a two-score game, but, like, yeah, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. And then it was 17-0 at half, and then it just... So, I watched the game, and this is what I saw. I saw Phil, uh, Pittsburgh make mistakes, big mistakes, as in turn the ball over in the first half. Yeah. They get down 17-0. To me, with a Steeler team that can score like that, I, I was thinking that, okay, they can come back from this. The problem was that Cincinnati played inspired, gritty football from that point on. They didn't get any more turnovers in the second half. They didn't do anything flashy on offense. They just played gritty fucking football. It yep. was a lot of Giovanni Bernard. Yeah. It was a lot of him. He wasn't their change of pace uh, running back in this game. It, he was running the ball 
down their throats. And now the defense for Pittsburgh was banged up. As the game progressed, they got more and more banged up. But the Bengals did just enough to hold that lead and put enough points on the board to, to, to ultimately keep that lead and win the game. This was Pittsburgh lost this game, but but Cincinnati won this game. I yeah, I they didn't take too kindly to Juju dancing on their logo. No, there no, in the center. no, no one's been taking it. Yeah, no one's been taking it kindly <laughs> yeah, since I, he's been doing it. I mean, they were playing fired up. This is AFC North football. Yeah, you, this is exactly what you think because it was it was chippy. It was real chippy, and they fucked up Juju on one play. Oh like, yeah, they, you know it was in their heads. Like, oh, you dance, you're not dancing anymore. And he got blasted right over the logo. Mm-hmm. It just got. I mean, he threw, he flew back. Actually, <laughs> it's right. <laughs> oh, it was right there. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, he got blasted right over that logo. He flew back probably like three or four yards. Yeah, like, he got in hit. in the air. They killed him. So I mean, and Ryan Finley just way to come out and like you're the backup for Cincinnati, and he had some good throw some good rushes i mean nobody was expecting like he's a little string bean guy and he ran a touchdown yeah he ran in for a touchdown they did a quarterback draw one play got a first down and then the very next play he gets like a 15 yard rushing touchdown he does they do the same play they're like oh shit they weren't ready for a quarterback draw so we'll do it again yep no it looked like like i said they, they were playing with heart cincinnati was there was one call at the end of the game though that i didn't like and i hate going to officiating but it was like a missed P.I., I think, on the Steelers' last drive. Uh, should have been called, but it, it wasn't. I didn't want to leave this without talking about addressing that. Yeah. But at the same time, I've always <laughs> I've always been one to complain about the refs. I have. I do. But I also can stand back and say, well, we put ourselves in a position that the game was in the refs' hands. Yeah. You know, we didn't have to be down 17-0 in the first half. Exactly. We turned the ball over three times. So we should have put ourselves in this position. We shouldn't put ourselves in the position where... The ref needs to make a call for us to win. So you remember my, uh, you know, kind of what started the overreaction of the week last week? Steelers offense exposed. Is it an overreaction now? Now it's not overreaction. Now it's not an overreaction. Is this panic time? Because I was going to say this for a hot route, but fuck it, we're here. We're here. Is it panic time for Pittsburgh? Yeah, absolutely. Because this is what Pittsburgh's fucking schedule looks like. Okay? Next week, they play Indianapolis. Okay? Big game. Huge game. If you lose that game, you play Cleveland in Week 17 for the title. For the division title. I absolutely think, because I was looking at this, uh, I think the Steelers go 11-5. and I think they lose out. They go 11-0 and then lose their last five I'm going to go back, and I think you predicted that Cleveland could win the division. One of us did. Um, no, neither, none of us no, did. No, no, no. My, my prediction was Pittsburgh could be 1-2 or 3 uh, Baltimore is going to be one or two, and then Cleveland's going to be two or three. Dude, it's not going to be anything like so that. So I just completely was wrong. I could not have been more wrong, except, except if for I Pittsburgh put, being one through three. Except, a, except if I put the Bengals above four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think everyone had Bengals down here. All right, so I got one. I got one. All right, Bengals are last. All right, I'm going to check the records, and we'll see how many more you got. But that'll that that takes us right into hot route. Perfect. All right. I don't, what is hot route? Hot route! Red seven, red seven, red seven! Hot route! <laughs> That's what we call a sack lunch! Nom, 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 nom. Everybody's favorite segment. I love some hot routes. Hot route. Hot route number one. Which old guy has the best chance to win the Super Bowl not named Drew Brees? Brady, Ben, or Philip Rivers? 
Dude, honestly, Phillip Rivers. Really? Yeah. I mean, they have a solid offense. Um, the running game has broken out for sure. Like, he's been good most of the season, but it's broken out this last quarter of the season. T.Y. Hilton is just automatic pretty much. And they have Brissett, who is just who can come in and is just a big body, and it kind of changes your scheming. And you can't say enough about that defense. That defense is ridiculous. It's a good defense. That is a really good defense. We so, talk about Miami's defense a lot, but Indianapolis's defense... They're not flashy. They just get the job done. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Brady is... I, I think they get bounced first round, honestly. They're, they're, they're a good team. They're a playoff team, but I think they get bounced first round. Um, and then who was the other one you said? Brady? Uh, ben. ben. Oh, Big Ben. Well, uh, like I said, I think they're losing the last two games. They're losing against the Colts and then the Browns. I think the Browns take that division. And it, like I was saying, offense exposed. I, I don't think it's an overreaction anymore. Okay. All right. Uh, this is a joke hot route for one of our listeners. Okay. Do you think Big Ben still has five elite years left? Does Big Ben have next year left? <laughs> okay. All right, that's it. We'll leave that one. We'll leave it. We'll leave it. Okay. Um, if teams not name the Chiefs, who has the best chance to win the Super Bowl? All right. Except for the Chiefs, who has the best chance to win the Super Bowl? There's, ah, uh, man. I, I think it's an AFC team. I think an AFC team... Mm, but which one? I think I don't. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep with it. I think honestly, the Colts. I think the Colts come in. I think they might be able to take the division. I. I don't know. Uh, it's possible, but I don't know if it's happening. But they could go in as a wild card team still, and I think make a deep run. I think they could beat the Chiefs. For the AFC Championship, and then depending on whoever they play, I don't know if any NFC team has enough firepower to get over what the Colts are doing with that defense. Except for the Chiefs. Except, except for the Chiefs. So I took them out of the equation. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fair one. That's pretty automatic, yeah. honestly. The, the the Chiefs are just on a whole other planet. They really are. They're on they're on their own god tier, yeah. and it's just how they play the game in so many different ways. So. Fucking yikes. All right, last hot route. All right. Is John Gruden a good coach? Does it have to be a yes or no? Yes. Then no. He's he's not a good coach. He's he's stuck in early 2000s, and he's not adapting, I feel like. I don't feel like he's, like, changing. I feel like he needs to just do a little bit more, change up some different schemes, and not fall into, like get confused by his own genius. I feel like he, it's the same thing that Sean McVay just did against the Jets. Like, you, you're outthinking what you need to actually do. Just go do it. Okay. <laughs> That's where I'm at. <laughs> All right. Well, there's Hot Route. There is... Good ones. Love week the Hot 15. Routes. Week 16 and 17. Playoff implications almost in every game. Yeah. It's coming down to it. It's, oh, you can taste the playoffs. They're coming. Not for me. And, uh, you know, looking forward to week 16. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, hey, everybody, have a Merry Christmas. Be safe. Uh, I know that it's a time of year we usually see our families, but let's be responsible. And um, 
I actually, I'm going to go ahead and drop off gift baskets to all the family members that are local, but like on their doorstep and then wave at them through a window. That's what we're doing on Christmas Eve. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So. Are you going to wear uh, any kind of outfit, like an elf costume or a Santa costume or? I'm going to wear my Rick and Morty Christmas sweater. That's that's good enough. That's good enough. I dig that. But yes, Merry Christmas to everybody. Hope everybody has a good time and we will see you for the next episode. All right. uh, As always, I'm Chris. I'm Ed. And this has been Almost Agreeable. Thank you for listening to another episode of Almost Agreeable. You can catch new episodes every Wednesday and Friday. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Almost Agreeable.